Hi everyone, welcome to the Precious Daughter Podcast, where the goal is to speak on the faith and to inspire and motivate all who listen with love. Hi everybody, Um, so this episode is uh, titled Idols, and this episode is going to be about idols and idolatry. Um, This is one of the most, if not the most, offensive things to God because you are essentially saying when you do this, uh, when you operate out of, I guess, idolatry or the spirit of idolatry, um, you're saying that that thing that you're uh, putting above God is your God. Um, So I'm going to read the definition of an idol. And I actually have two definitions um, because I know some, a lot of people feel like a statue are bound down to a statue are a thing is the only form of an idol you can have and there's many forms of idolatry so the first definition says an image or representation of God used as an object of worship and that's God with a little G um, number two the second definition is a person are thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. So, um, Deuteronomy, uh, yeah, me and that word, Deuteronomy 5-7 says, You shall have no other gods before me. I know everyone has probably heard that verse, um, like uh, Sunday school, that's a well-known verse, but, um, as you know, God is a jealous God. This version of jealous is not the negative example that humans can have for other humans, but more so uh, means that he will not be second to anything in your life. If you choose to put something before God, no matter what it is, you will see that it will not ever be able to give you true fulfillment. We were designed as humans to get true fulfillment from our creator, from God, uh, from the one true God. Um, We have also been designed to worship. So it's only natural that if you are um, not cautious, you can start to worship other items and things, uh, which is outside the will of God. He wants you to only worship him. That's why we're created to worship him and him only. In the Old Testament, there is a lot of idol worship of animals, images, um, and things made in the form of uh, human likeness. And even celestial beings like the moon and stars, statues, you know, people worship. And people are still doing these things today. Thousands of years later, (laughs) there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, And that's in Deuteronomy 4, if you wanted to read about that. Um, but Jonah 2, 8, and this is the NIV version says, or the NIV, says, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. So there's so many verses about idols. Um, that just says in itself, it's not okay with God. It's all over the Bible. Um, and there are many everyday things and actions that people do that are, um, borderline idolatry, if not idolatry. Um, So it's important to be aware of this um, because even some of the things we do 
that we do <laughs> ignorantly can be offensive to God. Now, this does not mean that you have to sit on the couch 24-7 in prayer and worship. Um, God did give you a life to live. Um, he does call us to um, enjoy life, but in our everyday life, we should give reverence to God by living in a way that is pleasing to him, talking to him whenever you can, um, I just talk to him. And um, not just praying two minutes a day, you know, right before you go to bed, um, but actually spend time in prayer with God, um, and not just coming to him when you need something. <laughs> and you can also um, physically, you know, the act of worshiping and praise. Um, but it's important when you worship and praise to make sure your heart is in it, because if you're just singing and just to be singing or dancing, just to be dancing, <laughs> and it's not glorifying God, then you're just dancing and singing, essentially. <laughs> so just make sure your heart is in it. Uh, but yeah, just to spend time in the presence of God daily shows him that you care and reverence him, and that um, it makes him want to bless you, you know, and give you more. Because you're actually putting in a work, that effort. You know when you spend time with somebody, and, uh, you know, you show them that you love them. It makes them want to do things for you. It makes them want to bless you. It makes them want to give to you. Um, so it's like the same with God. It's about relationship, not religion. Let me just leave it there. Um, so some examples of idols are examples of idolatry. In today's time, I wrote out a couple that... Uh, God revealed to me uh, to speak on. So the first one is money. People have made money an idol and don't even realize it because everything requires money, right? You have to use money to eat. You have to use money to get gas, to go places. You have to money, money, money. You just got to have money, basically. Um, but I hear so many times people say stuff like they have to chase the bag. They got to hustle. They got to get their money up. All this stuff about money. Um, but God does not want his people uh, wanting to stress over money because he created all things. He can get you money any kind of way. Um, I don't know all the ways, but he can get you some money. And then number two, he also doesn't want to be the very thing consuming uh, your thoughts and your mind because he wants to be <laughs> that very thing consuming your thoughts and your mind. I mean, yes, you think of other things, but... Um, when you're doing things, are you thinking about if it's going to glorify God? Um, so if you struggle with giving away money or are stingy when it comes to money, then that could be a sign of a person idolizing money. Um, I have found that the more you let go of worrying about money, the better you feel. And it seems to make itself to you easier somehow. Um, now, I'm not saying... <laughs> just give it all away and spend it and blow it but um, I found that when I was more lax about money just kind of it's easier it's better it's, I guess it flows to you easier we'll say that um, you don't really have to chase money God will bring it to you if you're doing uh, what he tells you to do it's kind of uh, it may not be right away um, but he will provide for you um, Psalms 135.15, this is the NIV, says, The idols of the nations are silver and gold made by human hands. 
Um, so the next topic is um, probably something that a lot of people don't want to hear, but <laughs> romantic relationships. Um, everyone loves love, especially the ladies. Everybody wants a man. Um, but some men and women idolize relationships and marriage, which is why so many, um, I believe, fail. Um, because they make the other person their God. Um, people are flawed, and eventually that other person is going to annoy you, and you will see that they are not God. They are not God at all. <laughs> um, we are meant to be in a relationship with others, but um, God is still supposed to be the center and the forefront of all of our relationships. Um, when you start to, I guess, connect with people that are not from God, you'll start to see even more drama and even more <laughs> stuff happening um, outside of just the regular norm of just, you know, dealing with people. Um, but God will give you the peace to deal with um, that person uh, when you uh, want to start, you know, cussing them out and arguing and saying fleshly things. Um, when you're in the presence of God, when you spend time and you keep him as your God, it's kind of hard to do those things because he's going to hold you accountable. <laughs> the Bible um, says, though, I think it uh, says a a three-strand cord isn't easily broken. Um, and every time I hear that, I think of God first. God and then, like, a husband and wife. So together, those three components working together cannot be broken. Like, even if you go through things, which is normal. Um, but when God is kept at the forefront and in the mix, it may not be perfect, but it can't go wrong if you don't give up or go astray or if you don't do something wrong. Now, if you did something, <laughs> you can't blame God. Um, but the next uh, topic is self-idolatry. Um, it's even possible to idolize yourself. And I'm not saying that you should think of yourself as, as nothing. <laughs> that is not healthy. Um, but you should, uh, remain humble. I'll say that. Um, you shouldn't have low self-esteem. That's not good. Um, but there is a limit when it comes to esteeming yourself. You can't go overboard. If you aren't careful, you can make yourself your own God. Um, you can see the signs in people operating out of pride, arrogance, and obsession with themselves. There is a healthy level of self-love and it's not um too low but it's also not too high we can't do it all nor do we know it all nor can we be at all um so that's why we need god um we're never perfect we never will be perfect uh first samuel fifteen twenty three says for rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance like the evil of idolatry because you have rejected the words of the Lord. He has rejected you as king. And just read. When I read that, it reminds me of the verse about those. Um, now, I'm not saying this word for word. But basically, those who are humble, they will be exalted by God. They will be exalted by the good Lord. Um, so moving on. The next thing kind of goes, um, I guess, with relationships. But this is uh, people. You can idolize people. Um, especially I know celebrities is a big thing a lot of people idolize and I don't even think a lot of people realize that they're idolizing these uh, big names 
Um, but obsessions with people of a high ranking or a certain status is a form of idolatry because you exalt them above others. God sees us all the same and looks at the heart of a man versus the possessions and fame. There are people who would break their necks for people they view as above themselves or others, and they will treat others shamefully like um, the best example I can think of is like, uh, I don't know, maybe your boss, you treat them because they're above you um, as <laughs> this top-notch person, but a homeless person, you just look at them with content. Um, but when it comes to the boss, you can do anything they ask, you know, you want to kiss kiss up to them but the homeless person they ask for a dollar and you just like scoffing at them that is horrible <laughs> but um james 2 9 says but if you show favoritism you i'm sorry oh if you show favoritism you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers oh sorry y'all for the break um and then the last thing I had was material possessions. Now, before I go further, don't freak out. Um, I'm not saying you can't have any material items. Um, I'm not saying you can't have anything expensive. <laughs> um, but let me be clear, um, because I know there's this, I know certain people have certain ideologies about money. Um, I'm not coming for nice things, and I'm not saying you need to live a poverty life because I don't believe that at all. Um, but God revealed to me that, um, he doesn't care about his people having nice things. He doesn't care about you having whatever the, um, expensive, I guess, thing is, the latest thing out. Uh, but he does not want us to idolize the things or put them on such a high level of importance. Um, because these are physical things that can easily be destroyed or taken away. Like, um, how many times have you... Um, I don't want to be insensitive, but you know, like fires and all that type of stuff happen all the time. It's just a material, uh, thing. Um, so essentially all I'm saying is you never know, um, uh, something can be here today, gone tomorrow. So making it your God will not be a good thing. Making it a thing you rely on is not a good thing. Um, but yes, these are physical things that can easily be destroyed or taken away and when you put them on a pedestal, although it may, um, it makes you happy in the moment of receiving the item. I'm not saying that <laughs> it doesn't bring you any joy to receive nice things or to receive material things, but it's not a lasting joy. It doesn't last at all because material things will never fully fulfill your soul or spirit. And that's what we are. We are spiritual beings in a physical body. So, um, yeah. Uh, so the bags, the cars, the shoes, the clothes, etc., etc., whatever you like, it's not a sin to have them, um, unless God specifically told you not to get it. <laughs> but it is a sin to exalt these things um, or to buy these things because you believe that it will make you more important or you believe that this is just like, this is just the thing of the thing. Like this is <laughs> basically making it a God. It's just the item. It's just the item. <laughs> Other examples. Um, 
and this is like really extreme i don't think anybody i hope not <laughs> um that anyone does these things but you know like watching tv like all day um that's all you've done um that can be considered an idol because that's all your that's where your time is that's where your mind is your body is sitting there watching tv all day um being on social media all day can become an idol um that's the big thing now social media so um and that can be a source of things to idolize um from like seeing all these things on social media it makes you want it it makes you oh this person has this so maybe i need this or this person is doing that so maybe i need to do that Um, it can be a source of um not necessarily well it can be a source of idolatry but it can also um bring you to other things to idolize if that makes sense um so if you don't know if you are idolizing things um make it one of your prayer points to god to reveal any areas um that may be offending him and idolatry so that you can um repent and change those ways um and do it do it only if you're serious because he will reveal things <laughs> and um if you're serious about god then you have to uh, make those changes if you want to please him and um when he reveals things he expects um in all seriousness he expects um you to change them because it's for the it's really for the betterment of you even if it's not comfortable, even if it's something you don't want to do, um, he's looking to see if your heart is really um, for him. Are, are you going to hang on to the thing that he told you to get rid of? Um, so just be ready. <laughs> um, but I'll leave you guys with Psalms 24, verses 3 through 4. And this is the NIV version. It says, Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who doesn't, who does not trust in an idol, or swear by a false god. Um, so that was all that I had for today's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Um, and um, until next time, <laughs> bye.